Hello and welcome to another episode of FOMOcast. We are on a roll for getting in here and getting these things done. And thankfully I have internet. Because as Tim and uh, Mr. Stranger can attest, I've had some problems with my internet. But we are here. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We got a lot of stuff going coming out. Um, we did get the uh, earnings, the where they had the earnings meeting for Disney. So we're gonna it, Disney's gonna be a little bit different today, um, just because so much stuff came out. Um, um, we'll see. Uh, just because, literally, literally, there's there's gonna be some controversy with some of the topics, and I know I, I have a feeling I know how Tim's gonna react to one of the topics. But um, I digress. We will see um, how he really does because place you, your bets. you never know. You place your bets, exactly. Um, so the first thing we have is, uh, I can never pronounce her last name very well, but it's, it's Laura San Giacoma, I believe it is, has joined the Santa Clauses as Christmas Witch La Bafana. Um, most of you should probably remember her from Just Shoot Me. She was the daughter of the owner of the uh, facility. Uh, she played Maya. Um, that's how I remember her. And I think she's actually been in a couple other. Um, oh, she was in Barry. I can't remember what she was in recently, though. She was in something recently. I can't remember what it was. I know I've seen her on NCIS, but um, I like the fact that we're getting more people and more announcements about her just because. Um, I like her as an actress. She can play the fun person. She's got a great comedic actor vibe to her, but she's also a great serious actor, um, especially if you watched her on NCIS. She played a doctor on that, and she was very serious. So um, I know she could play that role. So, um, And I can't wait to watch, because uh, I, I love the Santa Claus movie series. You know, I didn't watch the third one, but there's reasons for that. Um, and now that they got Bernard back, we're good to go, right? Right. Right. Well, and he was like the last kind of like bigger main character that we did, you know, didn't know if he was going to show up or not. I mean, the the problem was with that one was like we mentioned, we don't know if he had other scheduling stuff, but oh, yeah, the way things are. So I'll mention this um, spoiler alert. If you're going to watch that um, train movie with Brad Pitt, what's that movie called? Oh, uh, Bullet Train? I think that's what it is. Is it Bullet Train? Uh, let me see. Right, Yeah, Bullet Train. Okay, if you're going to watch that, don't listen for the next five seconds. I'm going to spoil something for Tim. So, remember, Brad Pitt was in Deadpool 2, right? Uh, it's probably, dude, I've seen it, like, once. Okay, if well, I, he is, he's, seen it. he's got a literal, like, five second cameo and the only time you see him is when he's parachuting in he hits the electrical wires and when he gets electrocuted he appears because he's invincible man so he appears when he gets electrocuted so apparently um ryan reynolds has a very similar appearance in this movie paying back brad pitt and they had him film it on the the uh was the adam project that's the movie oh, that yeah he, fi- he filmed his scenes on that set so 
nah. if people people want to be like you can't have like Bernard could have done like a video call thingy. So I think that's why they kind of had to bring him in physically because they could have they they obviously didn't try hard enough because if they would have tried hard enough they would have gotten him. And now we have other characters we're starting to add, so it's kind of making it more realistic so i'm hopeful this goes well um i don't need to have another season of it as long as we get the one season of it um you know fingers crossed yeah and hopefully they like end it end it well and not like oh they left it open great now who's going to be the next cast that's going to come or Right, I, for I was, all it's worth. I was just gonna say, I really hope they don't do something where they get like Zac Efron or somebody else to be the next Santa Claus kind of thing. Yeah. I yeah. don't want them to start this cycle over again because yeah. you're gonna ruin my childhood. Yeah, um, stop it, stop it right when the credits start. Don't do a little cutscene afterwards. Yep, you know, just just leave it. It's done. It's good. Don't, you don't need to make money. Make then, more money off of it. The thing about it is, too, though, is, I mean, there are some actors we probably could recommend, and they probably, we would like seeing them. That's the thing, too, is. So you. I mean, the other thing is, too, is you could have, I mean, like anything to do it right, end it, and then you could have spinoff, you know. Right, right. Like Boba Fett, like Mandalorian, like, you know, like Star Wars has done, and they've done it. um, They've done it well. That's a good idea. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Um, next, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, he has confirmed that he's in talks with Marvel and he wants to be the next Professor X. And I, I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure how I wanted to react to it, but this is brilliant. I think he'd be an amazing Professor X. His acting on, on, um, Far Cry 6, not Far Cry 6, (laughs) uh, Mandalorian. Breaking Bad as Gus. It that's the kind of you he has a very calm, cool, collective manner about him. And I believe the first time I saw him was in Revolution. And it's the same kind of 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 character. And so I think he fits the bill of Professor X. And I think he'd be great for it. Um, now we don't know if he just throwing that out there to throw people off or get people mad because, you know, God forbid we have a person of color play a character that's been white this past couple times. Patrick Stewart's too old to be doing this. So we need, you know what I mean? Was, I mean, and he fit the, you know, the, the, uh, the part perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he looked, it's almost like they've, they did the original animated series and used him as it, but actually it was the other way around. So, but anyways, hey, no, that's, if he plays the part right, don't matter what, what he looks like. I mean, how many times have you had, you know, what's the uh, most recent one, Little Mermaid, you know, live action on that one, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, or she's there... going to be, yeah, she's she's of color, yes. Yeah, or they're not doing the, you know, uh, the typecasting that it was in in the animated uh, animated movie. So well, and what's what's crazy? What's crazy is I believe because most of the ones that Disney has done with, um, like people complain, oh, the person in the cartoons is. I'm like, you do realize 
that these stories come from like I think like I like the Norway they're like they're Norwegian or they're 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 the Dickens stories I think it is or the Brothers Grimm is what they basically are and they change them to be more positive endings but yeah there's no description of any characters in it there's no so they can be any kind of person so I wish Disney would take a, a stronger stance on it because I feel like they're letting some of these people just kind of get, I don't know, thrown on the bus. They let them get trampled. And it's kind of like, why are you letting this person take this beating for the simple, you know what I mean? For, for, you know, for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. fingers crossed. Um, yeah. The next thing I am stoked. I don't know what it's going to look like when it gets here, but. The Walt, so Walt Disney's plane um, is being being prepared for transfer to Anaheim for D23. Um, as soon as Tim sent me the showed me the article, I was like, oh man, it looks like they're doing a good job too. So um, I hope it comes in one piece and they don't end up screwing something up because that's usually what happens is oopsie, you know, it gets right. there and there's a big chunk missing and they're like, never mind, we're not going to deal with that. Right, we'll put a little piece of cardboard over it. Well, but remember, it's getting that uh, panel, which kind of leads us, you know, into the next one, but I won't get there yet, is on that particular one is presented by Amazon. So hopefully, you know, A, they're going to take, I think, extremely good uh, preparations for getting that plane over there since it's just been sitting out. Yes. The nice, beautiful, swampy, humid, weather of of florida but i mean when they redid walt's office um and they did the tours there i mean that was the focal point staple of that tour i mean you went through his office on the last day he you know and it was to what it was like on the last day when he was alive so this is you know the plane and hopefully they do something you know whether they take it um i don't know if they could take it to Disney Family Museum in San Francisco, because I don't think there's a place where you could kind of put it on display, like how you have some Air Force one, ones at uh, the presidential libraries um, or just, you know, anywhere. I didn't uh, think about that. That's a good idea. Um, but I don't think with San Francisco and being on the Embarcadero, I think there's limited for room. And then you would want to somehow not just keep it outside because, I mean, it is california and then you're in san francisco so you have you know salty water so you know not good but um but anyways i mean that and just to like i said just skip ahead just really quick but it ties into it the panel for waltz plane is actually on friday the first day of the um the d23 at 6 p.m from 6 to 7 so So that basically means the very first day yeah it's going to be on display immediately. They want everyone to see it immediately. So right, and 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 we we don't have to wait until later on in the expo to uh, hear about the panel. Um, you know, hear a recap from the panel. It's the end of day one. Boom, there it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because that's the thing is, everyone. I think a lot of people are worried. Uh, every, everybody that I've listened to talk about D23, they're all excited because I'm a Roosevelt 
uh, where, and they're going to be there. So everyone's stoked about that. But you also have the fear of, like, like you said, you're going to walk up and be like, oh, my God, this was just a, we waited the whole time to see it, and it was just a ploy for an Amazon ad and all that kind of stuff. Right. So Yeah, exactly. Slap an Amazon sticker on the side of it and be like, oh, yeah, and Walt, you know. Oh man, the, dude! Just imagine how terrible that would be. It would. Oh yeah, oh. no, I think they would. They get so much, so much backlash on it. But it, I mean, it, I, I, I could see them, especially if they, um, hey, didn't just hey sponsor the panel, or you know, hey, here's some money, just enough to put our name on it, but to actually, you know, help with it more so than than normal, especially with it being Amazon. I mean, yeah. you know, Jeff Bezos through a nasty divorce and had to give up half his money and still is the richest man in the world. It's a hell of a deal. So he's kind of, he's hurting a little bit. That's why I always purchase my packages from Amazon. Got to gotta help him through the rough times. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're perfect for it. And to get their name associated with that, get it in the, the Disney, well, I guess they're already in Disney because they're they're using the web service anyways. Because what was it last year when nobody could get into the park? It was an AWS issue and not a Disney issue. So, but anyhow, no, it'll be a. I will be, um, you know, around seven o'clock looking on uh, on the Facebooks and the Twitters and seeing seeing how it is. Yeah, it's gonna probably blow up pretty quick because. Th- my feeling is, is this the first thing of the first day it's going to be a, it's going to be a centerpiece and it's probably going to be a photo op type thingy so oh yeah yeah well i mean we'll see fingers crossed i don't know but yeah um next we have the first look so we do have the first look at the full schedule um it i didn't go into it cuz i don't really care i just wait till everything gets reported because things change and panels change so um, until anything's confirmed, I'm not going to say anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pretty pumped at the, uh, well, at the Disney legends. one. I, I just have it pulled up right now. The Disney legends ones, of course they have all the different shows on there, you know, Simpsons, uh, ABC's home economics, Bob's burgers, you know, all whatever. Then, you know, you got <clears throat> star Wars, uh, Lucas films. Oh, they have the Santa Claus is one. That's cool. Um, and, uh, and obviously Marvel, whatever they didn't announce at um, Comic-Con, but the big one, the big one that I am hopefully excited for, I'll let you know at the end of it is the uh, Disney's parks experiences and products. And of course that's on the last day, but the nice thing is it's right at uh one of the first ones on the last day. So it's not like you have to wait till the end. So, right. Hopefully we get some, um, some good news out of that. But I mean, a lot of these panel, I just wish it wasn't in my busy season. I'd love to go, go down. But the thing is, you got one, two, three, four, five different halls. And if you got, say you want to see two, uh, uh, two different, uh, what would you call it, showings 
and they're at the same oh, time, well, then you can't get, you, you got to pick which one. And then if it's a popular one, then you get, yeah, I guess everyone says it's just, especially like all the bloggers and websites. I mean, it's all hands on deck and okay, you go to, you know, here's your set to go to your set to go to. And basically go there, take notes. If you get live tweet, tweet. And then when you're done, write the article for the website and go to the next one. Or at the end of the day, you know, just start hammering it out. So, um, well, and I yeah. bet you anything that it's like Hall H, where people literally go to Hall H for Comic Con and they camp out for literally the whole day because just for one panel they want to see, like you, because right. they don't yeah. kick them out. Which I know that's what people, some people complain about is they don't kick people out. And I'm like, well, get there sooner. I mean, that's all you have to do. Right. Exactly. And I mean. You know, you get people that do that do that for for this, or they get like kind of a fast pass type thing, where it's like, okay, you know, one day, you know, you pay extra, and one day you get this, or you know, kind of almost like a reservation type system, right? And then you could buy like top of the line pass, which I can't remember what it is. I think it's like a thousand bucks or over a thousand bucks, and there's very limited amount of those, and those sell out like the very first thing to sell out a because there's a limited amount of them but even being priced at thousands of dollars people will buy it because of all the perks you get right. with it and i think they even have drawn back on some of the perks because they're like hey these guys you know i can't get it because a there's not a limited amount of them and then they get basically special passes to everything they're like eh, no we kind of pulled back a little bit on it but kept the price same and still sells out so yeah exactly it's it's one of those things where you're just kind of like i mean technically i could see people like trying to manipulate the system so that's maybe why they're they're doing that but i mean oh yeah yep no you're always gonna get that but anyhow take a look online uh that's in anaheim x was in anaheim september 9th to the 11th so oh, if yeah. you forget, so, go online the, the evening of September 11th and see everything that's been talked about. Yeah, and fingers crossed um, that basically uh, you're going to get to see everything that you want to see. Because I know a lot of times there's things that happen that you don't want. You know, it kind of puts you in a, damn, a down mood. Don't let it happen. Um, because I know for me personally, um, one positive thing I think outweighs everything. So, um, right. The next thing on the list we have. So, is, this kind of goes into the how I was talking about before we recorded. Okay. Yeah. So, this is for those from the, um, the third quarter reporting. Basically, they went over a lot of stuff. And then they gave responses out, which one of them, I'm going to tell you why I think it's kind of BS, but uh, Disney Parks revenue rises 70% in third quarter third quarter uh, of 2022. And we're back from that little interruption. Uh, the sunset came to say goodnight to uh, Tim and my, me. He knew Tim was going to be on the podcast, so he uh, felt like he needed to come in and say hello. Um so we were talking about the 70% increase in revenue, which when we talk about the other things in this pile, it doesn't, some of the stuff makes sense. Some of it doesn't make sense to me. So right. 
the big one that everyone's freaking out about, which I can justify this hands down, is that, well, we'll say Disney Plus added 14.4 million subscribers in quarter to three, exceeding expectations, and ad supported Disney Plus premieres December 8th with an increase in pricing. So right now they have it listed as $4.99, isn't it, Tim? $4.99 a month with ad supported. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, yeah, the ad supported was the. I think it's four ninety nine. Yeah, and then um, regular version is going up to ten ninety nine, and everyone's yeah, so, yeah it'll be seven ninety nine for a basic okay. plan with ads. Ten ninety nine, a hundred and nine dollars for the year. That's what that's what we'll probably do because I think our founders edition, everyone's founders is up this November. Um, I'll do one hundred nine dollars for the year, hands down. Don't have to worry about it monthly. It's good to go, mm-hmm. but. Everyone's mad, but remember, people, Disney is not here to be your friend. Disney is here to make money. So why would you think that they're going to sit there and earn you money they're, they're, or, or help you? They're not here to help you out. And as you look, they had made a 70% increase in parks which means now they're going to focus on the other end of it. They're going to keep boosting it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, now, here's the crazy part. Well, and, t- and, and before you get into that, I mean, they did give you a cheaper subscription to Disney Plus, but yes, you will have ads. So, yeah, they raised it, and I guess it said Hulu's also getting raised too. Which they're um, a majority owner of, so. Right, yes. I, I, and I think they're, the my belief is, I honestly think this is what they're going to do. So they already have the Hulu Disney Plus slash ESPN Plus package. I have a feeling in the next five to ten years, they're going to merge Hulu and Disney Plus. Guaranteed. Because Hulu just lost all the rights to the NBC stuff the next day. So you will not be getting them the next day on on Hulu. You have to have um, Peacock in order to get the NBC stuff the next day. And I guarantee they're going to want to make it like they do in other countries. People don't realize Disney Plus has all this other content from Fox and from all these other different um, people. They have the rights overseas to them all the time. Like I randomly uh, will see, oh, like, I think it was like a couple like a couple months ago, that 70s show coming to Disney Plus. And I was like, what? And then you look and it was like in Scotland or something like that because right. – <laughs> Nobody wanted right, to write yeah. to them in Scotland. They're like, hey, let's take it. Yep. Hey, they own Fox now for the most part. So, hey, we'll do that. So, right. No, ex- exactly. So, it'll be, I mean, and like you said, I mean, they're in it to make money. They're going to bump the price up, and it's still really not that much. And I, you know, it would surprise me if they did merge it because you have all of these like one off streaming search, um, yeah, streaming services. Like you said, you got, um peacock you got paramount you have you know all of these other ones where it's like you know before it was oh it came in the next day to like hulu or sling or, or you know whatever it is where now it's like oh no you want this one you gotta subscribe to that specific um company's streaming service you know like you said all up paramount plus or this and so all of them are like okay yeah hulu you got it but our contract's gonna end in a year well i'm telling you right now we're not gonna re-up it because we've got our own service that it's going to go to. So we want people to buy that. And then we'll have our exclusive content on that. 
yep. or we get that money and not have to share it, you know, give you the exclusive rights, but, you know, we get a chunk of it where now we get 100% of it. So, yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. And the thing is, is, I mean, if everything, they keep adding subscribers, um, you're always getting, you know, new content on Disney Plus, so they're going to keep rising, raising it up. I mean, if you want to keep seeing, you know, Mandalorian or this or that or, or these one-off spinoffs, you know, they created yep. the void just for the Mandalorian, initially for the Mandalorian, and are using it for everything else. That didn't just come out of nowhere, right? You know? right. So they created it for that, take advantage of that. Um, you you want to keep it at a lower price? Hey, that's fine. But if you're going to get lackluster content on it, well, then you can't be can't be mad about it, right? Because it's not like, oh, hey, we did the Mandalorian exclusively for Disney Plus. Well, where do you think they're getting revenue from? You know, granted, it's Lucas and whatnot, and they can get it other way. I mean, it's still Disney as general, but it's getting pushed to that specific platform. It's not like right. it's going to the movie theaters; they can get the box office and advertisement. It's straightforward so if you yeah. and, and it's still not that bad i mean i remember when netflix was you know cheap and you got dvds included in it you yep. know yeah <laughs> and then uh i you think know, i then, think it was i think it was like it was it was like they, dirt cheap like five it was bucks. like it was like 5.99 and i think if you went to 7.99 you got two dvds at once plus yep. you had the platform when it first started I'm pretty sure I had the four ninety nine or five ninety nine one, where I had yep. one DVD at a time, and I actually own Gamer because of that because I forgot to turn the back in, and then right. they just stopped. They wouldn't take it after a certain point. They wouldn't take them back. So yeah, they just charge you, and hey, it's it's yours now. But it, you know, it it was awesome, um, and they even had I forgot what the other one was, GameFly, where it's essentially the same thing, but it's for gaming. You know, you paid a monthly subscription and, hey, you want the Call of Duty? Okay, okay, I'm done playing that. Turn it in and get the next one on your yep. list, whatever it was. So, I mean, if people keep, like you said, it's a business. If people keep subscribing to it and they keep raising the price and they're still getting subscribers, well, you know, basic economic supply and demand. So, there you why, go. Yeah, why are you going to, yeah, so, and that's the thing is, is, I don't understand how they think people live their lives and see how things are going to go. Because guess what? If you keep buying it, they're going to keep putting the content out there. So, or whatever it is, you right. know, if I'm the guy that made billions off of the pet rock, what do you think he did? He didn't <laughs> just stop doing it. He stopped doing it when he stopped making money. Right. Right. Exactly. Or until his rock quarry ran out. Yeah. So, What's really weird about this whole thing is it said that revenue was up 70% for the parks, but Disney blames lower ticket revenue on a unfavorable attendance mix at Disneyland. And what I'm thinking that they're talking about um, is pass holders. So I think their reservation system backfired on them because they did not make it to where if it was smart, they would allot so much for regular ticket holders and so much for pass holders. Because guess what? If you're a pass holder that has a blackout or goes to hop on and can't get in, but you have to go that day, 
guess just paying money on a ticket. Oh, a pass holder. So, um, I have a, I have friends who are making shirts that say uh, "unfavorable Disney guest to wear to the parks" because they're pass holders, and that's who they're calling that's out funny. as pass holders. And I feel that's a very aggressive mood, especially with the fact that they're not allowing anyone to renew their passes, especially with the fact that Disney World has brought back their passes. So it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. You guys are talking out of one side of the mouth and saying things out of the other side. It's, it doesn't make any sense. So, you know, and especially what's, what's really crazy is half of all Walt Disney World guests purchase Disney Genie Plus according to Disney CEO Bob Chappick. If that's true, half of all the guests, that means that includes pass holders. Because I know people, I guess, I didn't, I guess, I guess since Genie Plus isn't included, you could purchase it when you're there on the app. Mm-hmm. So legitimately, I don't know how you're blaming it. I get you had a lower amount of ticket sales, but you're still up 70%. So it doesn't make sense why you would say something so negative against your fan base. Because guess what? When they reopened downtown Disney, guess who was going down there because there was discounts? The pass holders. It wasn't people coming from out of town. Nobody was coming to downtown Disney, but pass holders. So now you're going to slight them. And it, yep. I mean, it, it felt kind of disgusting to me, especially with all the other news that we got from the, you know, the quarterly uh, information it just felt kind of backhanded right and, and and it's funny it says half of all walt disney world guests purchased genie plus so does that mean that less than half at disney world disneyland purchase it because if it was more they definitely put that but it, you know, it's funny how it's just walt disney world guests which i could see it over there you have four parks um you know, it'd be more probably advantageous to get it over there because you could get more out of it, I guess. Um, or at Disneyland, probably not so much. And I know a couple podcasts that I listen to, they're like, you know what? I've done a couple days where, you know, I'll, I won't buy Genie Plus when I first get into the park because especially at Disneyland, I'm sure at Disney World, but just not familiar with it. If you get to the park right at Rope Drop or even before, you could knock out a lot of rides. Oh yeah, a lot of rides because I'm, everyone I mean, comes comes later, or they're doing like a breakfast package, which takes a couple hours because the kids want to see all the characters and all of that. And basically, the only rides that get you know a really long line are only you know a couple, um, and it's the more popular rides, um, obviously. Everyone wants to, to knock those out, so he's like, "It's not really worth it for me to get Disney Plus unless I'm staying there longer with my son, and especially with the new and, and I know I know I've said it again, I sound like a broken record, where you could only go on one ride and that's it, one and done with the Genie Plus. Where before with Fast Pass, if it was open." You could go on that ride multiple times through it. Now it's one and done. So you got to use it kind of strategically. But like what he says is I'll go, (laughs) you know, in the morning, knock everything out. It's like, okay, you know, what do we want to do? I may get Genie Plus or kind of see what the times are 
And if the times for like some of the popular rides are later in the evening, I won't get it because I'm going to be gone and I'll just kind of cruise. Um, or if they're not, you know, maybe the park isn't packed, um, and I could get it and get it on within a couple hours, then I'll get it and I can ride those again and, and get out of there by fireworks. So, you know, like they say, you can use it, you know, it's probably more advantageous on a busier day if, you know, if you're going to be there or if not, you know, but what's considered a busy day, but if it's a light attendance day. You don't really need it. Get there early. Not, I mean, I for, I forgot what one guy did. Um, it was like the first hour, and he did four or five rides already, like yeah. starting at, at Space Mountain and then just working his way around. I mean, if um, you go, but my favorite to do when it's summertime was um, go to Big Thunder, hit Big Thunder, hit Pirates hit haunted then hit splash mountain and you can do that probably within an hour hour and a half because uh big thunder goes pretty quick in the beginning and then same thing with pirates because pirates i feel like pirates has more problems when they're trying to increase the boats so when they're trying to add more boats you get more issues because then it gets all jammed up and it's all backed up full of people whereas if you go in there and it's just I always feel like if, if if you come down out of the ride and you're about to get off and your boat stops right at the map, you know it's going to be a good, good ride day. Because if it's you're stuck at the bottom and you're waiting there and those pirates are shooting at each other, it's going to be a long day because that means that everything else is packed. So, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. The next thing they announced was Disney expects to increase capital expenditures to $6 billion it likely indicates many new theme park projects, which was expected um, because I remember when they did, was it was it when they announced Marvel, the Avengers Campus, didn't they have like four or five other blueprints of different things they wanted to do? And it was like they voted on which one they wanted to go through. Like they had an idea for a Toy Story type of feature at Disneyland, I think. And then they had a, one or two other ones that were thinking about, I right. think. Probably. Well, and the thing is, is with that, too, um, I mean, like, you got Toy Story Land at Walt Disney World. You got, well, you got Avengers Campus at Disneyland and uh, Disney Parish just opened up. But you have all these other ones where you could kind of take them and almost get a cookie cutter or take something out of it. Um, the plans that have already been built, tweak a little bit. And then drop it over here where you don't need to, you know, create, you know, you don't need to create the wheel again. So it's like, hey, we already got, you know, basically three quarters of this is done. We just need to do the last quarter to, you know, uh, shoehorn it in right here. And boom, there you go. Um, But and you hear about stuff. Oh, Disney takes a permit on this. Disney files a patent on this. Um, You know, see a lot of it. And be curious to see how much of that like percentage wise comes to fruition right um you know within like five ten years or within you know even a longer span of that or stuff just gets hey you know what we'd love to do that but the technology isn't there yet to get it to how we want it to run right and then five ten years hey it's there dust it off bring it back out tweak it and let's see if we can get it get it up and going so um, but the nice thing is that is, you know, 
like it says at the end, likely indicates many new theme park projects, which is which is awesome. Especially, you know, well, they probably had stuff that they were wanting to do. Um, obviously, they had stuff in the on the books and in the budget. That's why they did some stuff during COVID because it was already accounted and budgeted for. But then with the parks being closed, you know, that budget shrinks and stuff that you wanted to do after those ones basically got scrapped because your income really shrank down where now it's getting back up and it's getting back out. So, Hey, let's get those, get those going again though, which is good. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to see how, cause the people that post this stuff are in the know. So they do know what's going on. Um, I did want to mention, we just got breaking news on here. Um, when you guys hear this, it's probably we well known, but apparently Anne Hayes is not expected to survive that car accident that she was in last week. Um, so her rep has just put it out there that she is not expected to survive. Um, so we'll keep she's you been ev- in a coma, right? She's been in a coma since they brought her in. Apparently, um, there was like a so the rumors are there was a bunch of cocaine and fentanyl in her system. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, the camera that showed her driving by, she was, it was like a little blur that went by. She was boogieing down. Yeah, and um, there's a guy who took a picture with her. He was at, she was actually at his shop and she said, he said she seemed normal. She didn't seem drunk. So I, I don't know what happened, but who knows? Uh, yeah, we'll see by our next episode or maybe tonight. Who knows what might happen before we finish, but just want to throw that out there right now. Um, Disney's combined streaming subscribers has surpassed Netflix in quarter three of 2022. Now, mind you, when did the Netflix streaming app start? Like 2010? Um, when was it? I know it's gone through some major overhauls because it was horrible in the beginning. I hated it. At the beginning. Yeah, but I mean, it was I mean, that was one of like the very first ones, too. They were actually um, them doing that actually was what tried to bring um uh Blockbuster back because I remember all the TVs were getting sold with the Blockbuster button because they were yeah. gonna try and do the same thing. But Netflix had already been making all the contracts before they went to the streaming part of it and they had all these deals already. Um that's how yeah. they ended up with all these Marvel movies because they made a deal with Disney way off the get-go once they purchased everything. Yep. No, ex- exactly. So, which I, mean, which I mean, good for them. Yeah, but I mean, come on, man! It's, Disney Plus—it's only been around. It's gonna be—it's gonna be the third third year. Oh, well, right. No, it, I mean, it's no, I get that. I mean, it was huge. I mean, it's Disney, and especially where they said, I think they kind of pulled the wool out from under us a little bit. Where, you know, oh hey, all the Disney um, movies are gonna be on there. It's like, yeah. No, not all of them. Because you mean the ones that were still on Netflix or whatnot that you had to wait for those contracts. Well, um, and and not just that, but like that, that was the tough part. Was I mean, I'm sorry if this is you, but if you didn't understand it, you're a moron. I'm sorry because you should not be wondering why it's not on there. Um, and it, they did it very plain and simple. They explained they do have obligations. They have to fulfill their contracts and stuff like that. And I think that was probably their biggest pet peeve was that they were having to sit there and explain to numerous people oh this is why it's not on there people just didn't get it 
yeah, but I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about like the old school Disney animated ones. Like they were oh. thinking, oh, like every single one of them was going to be on there. It's like, hold on, wait, how come this one's not on there? How come this one's not on there? We all knew about Song of the South. Yes, we got, you know, we knew about that one. That was good luck with that one. Um, but, you know, there was like a, you know, a decent amount of them. And then they started, oh man, kind of rolling them out um, on it. But no, I, yeah, like you said, like the Marvel Star Wars ones or, you know, all of those. Yeah, no, I get that. And they, and like you said, it stinks because like you said, they had to keep on explaining. It's like people come on, it, it'll come, it gets off a contract on this day. It'll come on this day. But, um, which they were pretty good when it, when Disney Plus first started. When you'd go into a, a title that wasn't on there yet, it would have a date when it was supposed to be yeah. on there. Yeah. I remember that with a lot of the Marvel titles that were yep. the movies that were like uh, I think it was Infinity War was on there, and it was at a date and everything on Disney Plus. Yep. And mind you, um, there's a lot of content that was already on there. And we you know what's really funny about Disney Plus. Speaking about that. Do you remember the cartoons being as short as they are on the old school ones? They're only like eight minutes long. Right. Like my favorite one ever. This is pretty awesome. The wife's friend has original slides from the Mickey uh, animated classic where he goes on the train and has to hide Pluto because dogs aren't allowed on the train. And that's my favorite one because Pete bites his ticket. I will never forget that. That's how he checks the ticket that he bites it and puts a hole in it. And I'll never forget that. And one day I'm at her friend's house and I'm looking, I go, where did you get this? And she goes, my, my uncle was a Disney nerd and it's the actual pan painted slides from that, that, that cartoon. And I was like, Oh, I need to show my son. I need to show my son. It was eight minutes long, and I'm like, why do I feel like this felt like it was so much longer when and I was, was a kid? So much, right. But I think what it was is there was like two or three of them, um, which back to back to back. Probably three yeah. of them, you know, if they're eight minutes, you know, that that's what it was, and that's that's the one that you always liked. And I mean, eight minutes seems a lot longer than yeah. You know, it when was, you're a little kid. Then it was then, always yeah. that one. And the Goofy's how-to videos, which I just found out. Do you know why they did the Goofy's how-to videos? I couldn't tell you. I can't remember. Is either the person voicing him passed away or lost his voice? That's why they did the ones where he learns to, like, there's the one where he learns to do the Olympics. There's one he learns to dance. There's one he does the evolution of man. Like, and that's why they did it. I saw a thing the other day, and I'm like, that makes so much sense. Hmm. Yeah. But to kind of uh, back around, uh, Netflix started in 07. 07, okay. Well, Netflix did, but when did they start doing the streaming? 07. So when did they start? 04? Uh, I don't know. When did Netflix start streaming? 07. Um, they start 97. August 97. 97. Netflix is registered in Scotts Valley, California. Oh, Scotts Valley, huh? The service is called Kibble in beta, in beta testing. It's an interesting name, right? Okay, so that's when it was registered. Uh, and then April 98 is when it was launched. 
video wow. line of approximately 900 titles. That's crazy. Right? So, up 2001, it hit 1 million subscribers. Wow. Um, while we're on the Disney Plus train, kids' content will not serve ads at launch of ad-supported Disney Plus. Just so you guys know, this isn't out of the kindness of their heart. There is a very strict way they have to do ads for kids' content. You would know this if you watch a lot of YouTube like I do. Um, there's only certain things they can show in advertisements when it comes to kids' content. That's why when you do kid content on YouTube, you have to establish that it's kids' content. So if they show any ads with your stuff, or if you're promoting something, it can't be monetized. So they're probably having to work out those deals with that. Um, right. Now, and, and it's funny. It means that there's no ads at launch. That means pretty much they're gonna ads. Hit. They're going to have ads. But <laughs> they're gonna, they launch, have to. At, at launch, they won't. Yeah, no, exactly. It's going gonna, it's gonna to probably be their own ads. That's what they'll probably do is they'll put yeah. ads for um, the other next, shows. Next probably exactly. stuff they're selling, stuff like that. It's yep. it's gonna be easy, but they have to do it a smart ways because yep. I think there's I yep. can't remember it's I think it's FCC, FCC has rules about that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's it. Well, that's a that's a touchy subject, anyways. As far yeah. as kid shows, content. right, right. Um, annual pass blockout blackout dates could be reduced if demand decreases per Disney CFO. All this tells me is, as me and Tim discussed before we came on the podcast. When they start come out with the new plan for passes, Tim had a great idea. I'll let Tim. Tim, what do you think they're going to do instead of blackout dates? Well, so what got him in trouble the first time was it said, you know, the top key said no blackout dates. Yep. Which, yes, it didn't have blackout dates. But that word blackout, especially on the old passes, annual passes, the top tier didn't have blackout dates. It was 365 if you wanted to go, um, you know, any any day of the year. Well, then they used that same terminology, blackout, but there really was blackout dates because of the reservation system. So, like, what got them in legal trouble was, you know, hey, I want to go on this day. Oh, no, you can't. Why? It doesn't say I'm blacked out. Oh, you don't have a reservation. Like, so it's like I'm blacked out. You said there's no blackout dates. Oh, well, you didn't get a reservation. You know, you got to do do this. Like, well, that's contradicting your blackout. So, you know, they're going to, what I'm what I'm thinking is they're going to take out, not even use the word blackout and use, you know, um, what I say, like restricted. You know, you're going to have uh, not necessarily re restrictions on getting the days, but um, or subject to availability um on it and not use the blackouts where you're not blacked out you can still get the day but if you want that day you got to make sure you get the reservation when that comes out and if it's not available well it's not available it's not blacked out you can still get it if you're there at the right time you, you have a chance to get it you know blacked out means yeah. you can't get it at all so that you know there you go on that. And I'm surprised that they're still using that word um, blacked out. But I guess, you know, for the lower passes, there are blackout dates, you know, especially the lowest pass, basically your whole summer's blacked out. Um, hence why it's priced according. Um, 
So, but maybe on that, if the demand is decreased, I mean, this is the CFO. They're looking at the numbers, you know, as the controller of my old company says, the numbers don't lie. Um, so, you know, at, at least they said something about it. Um, it would be nice if there wasn't as many blackout dates um, on it. But, you know, the thing is, is it's all about, you know, what it say if demand decreases. Well, if demand doesn't decrease, well, yep. then you're going to have not as many. I mean, then you're going to have the same number of blackout dates. You won't get reduced blackout dates. So, I mean, and, and the other thing is, is I think if and when they do bring out the, the new magic keys, new and improved magic keys, everyone's going to be going through it with a fine tooth comb because they got hosed last time um, on it. And so it's like, okay, well, what's this? What's that? Um, I mean, you're going to get the people that right when it comes out, they're going to get it because they just want to get it and go. Then you're going to have the other people that are, uh, what can I do this? Can I do that? I need an answer from some Disney rep. And if it's, you know, they say yes. And then he can't it's like, well, what, what the heck? So it'll be interesting to see what happens with it. And it's all over a technicality. That's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. It's all over a technicality. That's why we yeah. don't have passes being able to renew all that. So, right. Yeah, exactly. And I'll be curious to see, um, when that because they said yeah you you can't move it to the courts but when that's going to happen because i'm sure disney's like hey we want it let's let's do it we want it done quick we don't want this long delayed out because hey we want it done over with so then we can move forward with our new passes and make money you know they probably already have it ready to go unless some crazy you know ruling happens that they got to go in there and change something else on it right it's like okay, we know it's over this, let's fix that. We could kind of nip this other stuff and let's, you know, push it and go. But I'm sure there, I'm sure there are lawyers that have gone over everything dramatically this time. Right, exactly. And I'll guarantee you, they say, hey, here's a trial date and a week before, okay, they settled, it's done, see you later. Yep, exactly. Um, Disney CEO Bob Chappick has credited original Marvel series for Disney Plus subscriber growth which it's understandable because people want to see the new Marvel shows. So it is what right. it is. Uh, that's not shocking. I mean, I would think it would be all of the original series, whether it's Marvel, whether it's Lucas, whether it's, you know, I mean, how many people did you know? Oh, you know what? I was going to, I'm going to wait till Mandalorian comes out to get Disney plus. Yeah. You know, but I, I feel like the big thing was, there's no Marvel stuff in the universe right now. There's no movies. There's right, just the no. TV shows on Disney Plus. Right. No, I, no, I, I mean, I I get it, but uh, it was just funny to, you know, surprise that he didn't say, you know, lump it all in there. I mean, but, this I mean, is true. Yeah. I mean, he sees the numbers and maybe more people signed up right before the Marvel series came up or at the end of the Marvel series versus the other ones. So, but, and it seemed like, was it the Marvels, those original Marvel series that came out first before like the Mandalorian, all of those, as far as not being on Netflix, but being, um, no, on Disney Plus. 
No. Mandalorian was day one, remember? Was it day one when Disney Plus came out? Yep. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was later on. No, nah, I'm pretty sure it was day one. Probably. Or that week at least. It released in or November and it came out in November. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Was that long ago? Man, I thought it was. <clears throat> but I guess with the Marvel ones they had more than they've had more Marvel original Marvel series than Star Wars ones as well. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of shocking because it came out, it did come out so long ago. So you're kind of like, uh, I mean, you know, what what have we missed? Because there's a lot of stuff I probably have missed because I haven't been able to, you know, watch it. And, and it, it 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 makes me happy that if I ever get bored, I could probably go through it all and, you know, have some fun and be like, oh, man, I missed this show. Like I haven't, I still haven't finished watching Miss Marvel because I haven't watched anything. I'm legitimately that far behind. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, it's it is a little shocking because you're like, man, uh, Mandalorian, like you just said, came out so long ago. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was day one. Disney Plus was November twelfth, nineteen, and Mandalorian November twelfth, nineteen. So See? not that I didn't believe you but man that's crazy because i i remember the only reason why i remember that is because everyone was scrambling to download everything and they were like oh we gotta make sure you can preload the app because if not you're going to be sitting here oh yeah trying to right. preload the app yeah they preloaded the app and then it they, then they pushed everything well and plus it was right after d23 and that's in september because that's when everyone get their they released the um founders club and all of that or had yep. you know people could sign up and then okay hey here's the last day to do it and then yeah then it launched so yep no it's crazy but i think you know it's just there's been more more of those series so it makes sense once again supply and demand it is still kind of crazy that it is it was day one though that is how hot right. they they came they came out hot Guns a blazing. Well, hey, if you want people to sign up, give them something they want. And especially yeah. how they pumped that up and then had the, you know, the uh, the people behind it, you know, especially with Favreau, Filoni and, and all of that. And then the guest directors um, in it and the different kind of cameos from people they had in the series. Yeah. You know, there you go. Yeah. Um. Bob Chappick hopes to announce sports betting partnership for Disney in the near future. Um, it's just kind of smart for those of you that uh, don't know. Um, a big one that I've been seeing around is Barstool is making a very strong push to basically get into all these different states. They actually, I, a lot of people don't know. So let's say, for instance, um, they were to legalize online gambling in california with like sports betting and stuff like that well, they legitimately it could be well, after the election true which i hope so because i want to use barstool to do some parlays and whatnot but oh, i just like just in just in general if they, Nevada. if they do it people don't realize you just can't go out there and bet now you actually have to have the, the people that have the app have to have some sort of home base in your state to allow you to do that. 
So that's why they have a random spot, I think, in Minnesota. There's an office in Minnesota for Barstool because that's their state regulation is you have to have a place to actually gamble. And then you can do that. So, you know, it's it's one of those things you're just kind of like, well, then, you know, it's not as easy as you think it is. I just truly hope we get it to happen here. And Disney would be dumb if they didn't hop on it. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, especially having ESPN, which is a huge, you know, probably the biggest sports platform um, that they got. And like you said, just getting on it in in general. And, you know, because you could bet, um, like, Fantasy, FanDuel, you know, all of those one, DraftKings, Fantasy stuff, but you cannot do actual legit sports uh no, Sports uh, and I think so. Um, the draft, DraftKings, FanDuel, and all of those ones, all you can do is like fantasy football esque yeah. stuff. Yeah, like you draft your lineup and how the guy yes. does, blah 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 blah. You know, oh, you can win a million dollars this week. And I think it's the same kind of thing as the March Madness. You could, it yeah. can't, it can't cost you. It has to be a flat rate. It can't be. Oh, if you get this, then you could get this. They can't do parlays or anything like that. It's yep. very cut and dry. So, yep, yep. no, ex- exactly. And just imagine, so, you know, b- going to Disneyland and being able to bet while you're sitting in line for the monorail. Right. Too bad the ESPN zone wasn't there anymore. I know, but um, you know, yeah. we'll see how they uh, see how it goes. Fingers crossed. Right. It passes. Me and I Tim mean, are gonna start. We're gonna start the FOMOCast sportsbook. Right. Hey, there we go. Um, I mean. You can bet on sports online, but it's all these offshore ones, which are, oh my gosh, I was just looking at the websites and they are so sketch. Oh, it's funny, but that's how they get around the regulations and everything. Some place in the Cayman Islands. Make sure you turn that VP on, boys and girls. Right. Um, Exactly. Pirate uh, radio, baby. (laughs) Disney Cruise Line is extending its final payout payment de- deadline and relaxing cancellation fee schedule yet again for sailings through March 2023. Nobody is going on cruises. I've seen people posting they're on a cruise, and it looks like it's a ghost ship. So, yeah, right. I don't know. Hey, which now, which I guess, hey, if you're down for it and you're, you know, good, I mean, go on a cruise because I bet you they you could get some screaming deals on it oh a hundred percent i mean i feel like there's so many people out there that just kind of uh don't even look at it you know what i mean like everyone me personally um you know i don't want to go on a cruise really right now you know i'm more afraid my child's gonna fall off the boat i'm pretty sure tim hasn't had that fear yet because this kid's not walking as like he's getting close he's real close yeah and um like i'm pretty sure your kid's gonna run before he walks i have a feeling but yeah you once your kid starts walking around and moving around and what's funny is when they're unstable you're like yeah, he can't get to the door because he's going to fall down before he gets there. So I got five minutes before I could have to get up and get him. When your kid starts being able to run and you're like, if that door is cracked open for just a little bit too long, I might be running out into the street. Right. That's yep, when you start getting these fears where you're like, 
I might have to actually pay attention. And you're on a cruise. It's just it's just bad news bears. Right. No, exactly. And I know people, you know, it'd be cool, especially, you know, when they're retired or whatnot, they'll take a cruise from like Long Beach through Panama or, you know, Long Beach down to like uh, Mexico to the Puerto Vallarta, you know, all of that. And then get off and then catch another cruise, go through like Panama Canal and over yep. to um, like Texas and catch another one. You know, go do around the Gulf, the Gulf there, the Gulf there Florida, and then, yeah. then catch the one in Florida and go to like the the Bahamas and then, you know, come back and then fly home. And it's like, well, you've been I just been cruising for like the past month with no worries in the world. You know, all my bills are getting paid online and, you know, really only cost me you know, whatever it is, a couple grand. I don't know, whatever it is, but still and just live on a boat for like a month. I mean, if you're into that, that. Well, there, there's the story of that guy who's lived on a cruise ship, I think, 15 years, he said, something like that. He's been cruising nonstop, and he can't go on land. That is Davy Jones or what? No, he literally has the, um, he gets uh, he gets disoriented because he's so used to being on a, a, a ship that's oh, rocky. That's right. That when he goes yeah. on land, he gets land sick, is what they called it. It's crazy. Funny. This one is about time. Uh, curfew has been added for guests under 21 at Universal City Walk Orlando after a recent fight and evacuation. Everyone's taken their cues from uh, Knott's Berry Farm, yeah. and it's 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 paying dividends. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think at Knott's, it's just on the weekend. It's under 17. It's just on the Friday, weekend, Saturday, right? Sunday. Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday. With, yep. they did, the rumor is they're looking into it every day because well, it's I mean, been legitimately no problems and people kept saying oh you know they're, they're losing money look how dead it is i'm like no it's not you go the second you stop seeing bad stuff about knots people are going to start going more right exactly you know? well, and and if the, if the commotion is stopped and maybe maybe it is a little dead they'll take that versus having to evacuate the whole park call the police call the fire you know call call everyone there um, or and if you're so negative Nancy about it, then don't, don't go. You're not the don't. person that wants. They don't want you there. Yep. Don't go. Don't go. Um, now we have all of our stuff in our Disney Parks file. Before we get into that, make sure you check out our links: l i n k t r dot e e slash fomocast gaming. We're gonna start off with the general stuff. It's kind of rapid fire, but. Um, a Wyoming ranch previously owned by Walt Disney Family is on the market for $71 million. Wow. Want to go in on it together, Tim? I think we could pull that, maybe. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I'll come up with the one if you can come up with the 70. Hey. <laughs> but I guess uh, it's, it's a huge old spread. And the funny thing is, is the the owner that's selling it right now bought it from the Walt Disney Family. So it's really only, you know, it's not like it's gone through like three or four different ones. It's basically just one off, you know, he bought it from the Walt Disney family um, hmm. and then now he's selling it. So I'm sure he's turning a, a fair little profit on it. But I mean, you know, it's Wyoming. So it's, you know, really good country for 71 million. I'm sure you're getting a huge chunk of real estate. Probably in that area where Kanye and everybody has rent land. I bet you it's probably that Hollywood area of, of Wyoming. Right, right. Um, Walt Disney World and Disneyland Reservation Systems to undergo maintenance starting at midnight EDT. That sounds like a horrible idea. 
idea. Yeah, but you know what? I wonder if it's for this next thing. Um, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique Reservations opening for Walt Disney World and Disneyland today. Oh my gosh! Did you see the cast members? They're so excited. I saw the photo today for it, and I uh, showed the wife. Yeah, yeah. I think I I was just scrolling and. It took a picture in front of the castle. It looks amazing. All the cast members. Yeah. No, it's good. Ooh. Genie Plus no longer allowing lightning lane selections before park hopping hopping time. Wow. So I do know the big problem that Connor from ConCon's Cantina has told me about Disney World is when you make a reservation. So let's say, for instance, I make a reservation at Disneyland. Um, but I can't get in until 1 p.m. So I have a reservation at California Adventure at 8 a.m. I can just show up and walk into Disneyland at, at 1 p.m. I don't have to go check in. Disney World, you have to check into the original park no matter what time you get there before you can check into the other part. So if you had a reservation for 10 a.m. at Hollywood Studios, you have to check in at Hollywood Studios before you can check into Magic Kingdom. So Connor said it's a big problem because he's like, at Animal Kingdom, all these places, when he gets off of work, they've got reservations, so he could go check in there and then go to the other one. Well, it didn't; it wasn't working very well. So I can only assume that this is going to try and screw things up even more because people probably were trying to book, you know, Lightning Lane selections as they're getting ready to go park hop. Right. Exactly. Well, and the other thing is, is um, I think you won't see as much park hopping happening because if they want that lightning lane you can't get it before you park hop so you're just going to go straight to that park that you wanted in and get it and then maybe pop after after that yeah so you know obviously they were having problems and solve that trying to make you uh trying to make you uh go crazy man um Disney CEO Bob Chappick says theme park prices may raise to meet consumer demand from CNBC interview. So it's going to go up. They do. I feel like they may try a bigger flex pricing program, but it's going to go up. Um, I could see it being because I think right now it's 99 slow, 109 medium, and then 119 a day for heavy. Uh, busy day, so I could probably see him going ten bucks more on that, going a hundred, and so just bump it up ten, making it a hundred and twenty nine on a busy day. I can see that happening. Yeah, um, it's too many places are giving away cheaper tickets like AAA and stuff like that. And if you're a dedicated enough person, you're gonna plan it out and you're gonna make it work. So they know people are gonna make it work one way or another. Right, exactly. And they're always doing some type of, uh, you know special thing whether it's for california or socal or like you said triple a or, or government or or whatnot but the thing is i mean there's going to come a point where i mean the what the product um what you get and the price is you're it's not going to be worth it and for me personally right now it's it's not not worth it now it's not saying that you know not going to go but you know you're going to raise the price, but yet you have less things there right now. Now there's things coming. I you know I get that, but you know. But the funny thing is, is that's a perfect quote, a perfect quote. 
right there for him because oh it was oh man you raise prices but there's not this there's not that yeah but i said raise to meet consumer demand you guys keep coming so we're gonna raise the price up don't blame me there was seven basically don't come to the park then (laughs) there was 70 percent increase so 70 percent increase tells me don't try and do anything different keep building it up because trust me if there was going to be a time when people were going to stop spending money they already would have done it they're not seeing a decrease 70 percent increase that's all i have to keep saying that 70 percent is disney parks revenue not right right people not people through not uh not attendance no, I know, but it still shows they're making money. But, Until yeah. they start losing money, there's no reason why to, they, they should change anything. Right, exactly. Now, like I said, I'll be curious to see a year from now how what's what's going on. Yeah. Or, you know, first, second quarter of 2023 yeah. on how it is. Because basically the rest of the year, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be all gravy. Is everyone still still coming, still going? They're announcing all the parties um, coming back, so everyone's going to want to go to that. So then, there's your quarter four right there is going up. Um, so, and then if they release um, their new magic keys in quarter one, your quarter one's going to go up. So you know everyone was calling for JPEG's head, but it's like you look at the numbers, and not like I said, the numbers don't lie. So he's basically, I mean, the board's got to be like, yeah, even though John Q. Public doesn't like him, but the numbers say completely different. So, you know, we'll see. But for him, you know, if they say, oh, man, we don't like you, he's like, oh, wait, no. I said to meet consumer demand. Don't blame me. You're at the ones that keep coming, so we're going to raise it up. How can you blame me? Yep. You know, you don't want me to raise it up? Don't come to the park. And that's the thing. If you guys don't want the raise prices, don't go. But if you don't go, then you're going to miss out. So, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Catch 22. Um, Disneyland Abroad, Disneyland Paris reveals limited edition replicas of Main Street Station stained glass windows available for purchase for 1,000 euros, approximately $1,032. If you haven't seen these stained glass windows they have at the um, uh, Main Street Station, it they're beautiful. They're They're phenomenal. Yeah. They're legitimately like really works of art. They're not some sort of generic. Oh, hey, look, that's Mickey Mouse. No, these are these are these are actually right. yeah, big no, it's, works it's, of art. I mean, it's something you'd see, you know, in the church or at a nice house or or whatnot like that. Exactly. So when I saw it, I'm like, oh man. So I just don't have a thousand thirty two to blow right now. Exactly. I'm trying to buy that uh, seven point million house. So that's why. I'm <laughs> Uh, Pluto debuts new Phantom Manor costume at Disneyland Paris. Looks cool. It is what it is. Phantom Manor, Manor is their uh, uh, haunted mansion, our Phantom Mansion in Paris. Um, guest climbs in fountain poses as decoration of Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, I don't even know what to say anymore. These people are just, uh, I. They're getting encouraged for some reason. I don't know how. Right. Well, and I think everyone wants to get that viral moment, so they'll do dumb things to to get it. But, you know, it, yeah. You know, it's just like everyone trying to get, oh, hey, you get it. 
you know how you get a free shirt at Disneyland? How do you do that? Wear a skimpy shirt. Yeah. And they'll they'll get you one. Where now it's like, nope, you don't. You you're e- you're either buying the shirt or you're getting kicked out. Your choice. Well, you're not gonna give me one. Nope. That was a courtesy. You guys messed that up. Now you're either buying a fifty dollars shirt. Or you could leave. Your choice. Yeah, everyone wants to ruin everything, so yeah. Right. Um, this next Disney World pile is I don't know what they're thinking, but they Disney World has lifted the uh, two per item limit on most items. Um, that is weird because this is going to cause so much problems. People are going to be right. fighting so much again. So, so it is a little bit of a clickbaity title. But it is helpful some truth to it. So there are some items that it's still two per person, two limit per item. Right. Um, on the you know on the popular stuff or whatnot, um, probably limited edition stuff. But what they did is it's not free for all. They went to like a ten limit um, per item. So it's not you could go in there and buy all fifty of them. It's still a ten limit, ten limit. But it's interesting. Right. Right. Um, that two limit got lifted and it's not like oh we doubled it to four i mean it's 10 like geez maybe put it at five or something so yeah that'll be interesting to to see um on how that on how that goes or if there's new stuff that comes out maybe for the first couple weeks they put it at two starts dying down okay lift that ban and get it to and they're, they're probably going to pull like a baseball card thing at Target where they basically say, yep. oh, you're limited on um, on getting this for, you know, they, they did it for a long time and then they've kind of forgotten about it a little bit. But I mean, we'll see what they do. Um, right. Uh, next, more dates sold out for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which is understandable because everything's coming back with uh, full force. Uh, well, main it's st- starting in like three weeks too. Yeah, like beginning of September. So, um, Main Street Scarecrows, Jack O' Lanterns, and more Halloween decor arrives at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I think they start theirs almost two weeks ahead of Disneyland. So, yeah. Uh, Max Goof dressed as a power line. Zombies Bash coming to Nut- Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which is cool. A big party. Which is going to be awesome. Um, wow. Uh, Soren at Epcot testing single rider line after being removed over 15 years ago. Wow. Oh, you know what I was going to say? They, they didn't have a single rider line when we went for our honeymoon. That makes sense. I guess Soren has been around for at least 15 years then. <laughs> it was a day one at California Adventure, so I assume it's pretty close to that. Yeah, so that 2002. is 2002. Yeah. yeah. So, um, crazy. Walt Disney World bus was involved in a car accident. Shocker. Probably happens all the time, but like we've started reporting on it more. So, right. And I guess this one, it said like the front window, like there was glass on the ground. So I don't think it was a little fender bender, a little more than that. But and I people don't realize that. if you've never been to Disney World, you legitimately are on an interstate when you're going to the parks. The parks are on a main interstate. And if you've never been out of the state of California, for most of our listeners are in California, a lot of these states have these weird interstates and highways where they loop back around. So there's really 
like you go so far and it's like you're going back the other direction now my aunt lived by one in ohio where if you missed her exit you would have you'd ha- it'd take you 15 minutes to get back because you'd loop around so and that's basically you either get off at these different places you go to magic kingdom or you go back that's it there's no other options so yeah yeah uh, and it's- and it's weird because there's no like on ramps or off ramps. It's all nope. pretty much flat. Yep. So it's. I can it see people trying to try to hop out there. Yep. Yeah, it can be frustrating if you're not used to it, to say the least. Oh, or I you can just only get, imagine. You just, get, you just get an Uber. That's true. Let's do that. Um, guest falls and is seriously injured on exit stairs after getting dizzy on guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind at epcot now this is tragic but there is a reason why there are so many warnings going into this ride they've been touting this even when they were doing a bunch of of the press for it they said you got any problem with epilepsy you know things like that and it's sad but and they had you know, they installed barf bags on it or gave you barf bags and um, even put more trash cans at the exit of it in case you had you had an upchuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, before we go to Disneyland Resort pile, though, I do want to remember, remind people, um, um, I, I need to finish watching the second season of the Orville. Season three is out now, but I do want people to know it is on Disney Plus right now. Please watch it because they might be they want to bring it back to Hulu, I think. Um, and I heard it's amazing. And I really want people to watch it because I like the show itself. So make sure you watch it. It is streaming on Disney Plus right now, all three seasons, except for the last episode, because the last episode there was a glitch. It obviously just aired the other day. So it's it's like a tight turnaround. I think that had to do with it, but it should be up uh, by tomorrow. And then we also have the Groot shorts that came out. So um, the Groot shorts are out there now, which I'm going to probably watch tonight. Um, Now on the Disneyland resort pile, the complaints have begun to mount on the official Disneyland social media from fans as silence continues on magic key rewards. Now renewals, renewals, sorry, renewals, not rewards. Now the big thing about this is Tim and I spoke earlier before the podcast People are freaking out, but what does Disney always do? Whenever things seem to be going sideways, magically new stuff, new information comes out. It's like they wait until everyone freaks out and gets angry. It's what happened with the refurbishment for Splash Mountain. Everyone's like, we want a date, we want a date, we want a date. Finally, you got to the point where, oh, here's your date. There you go. That's it. So don't freak out too much, but be prepared because there's either going to be a dramatic price increase or you're not going to be happy with one part of the the re- renewals because it just it is what it is. The rumors I have heard is if you have a pass that has expired, you will be on the list to get approached first for the new pass. You have like um, priority or something like that. Right, and and I mean it makes sense too because if people are planning to go to the park, you know, my pass expires, but I bought the pass to go to the park. But now I got to buy a ticket because, but before I had the pass, yep. you know, I, I could see it being, being frustrating where it's like, no, I already like paid a monthly thing for the pass. But I mean, it's just one of those things that they gotta, they gotta redo it. So 
game. I have a feeling too they're going to get rid of the payment plan for the highest tier. Yeah, I mean they've yeah, I mean you always hear hear that rumor. I mean my only thing with that is is why would you um do away with guaranteed money cash flow every month to it? True. But true. I I get I get the other side of it where there's too many people yep. that have the pass and you know, I think That's why the they can't get in. And and I think in the survey that they sent out, one of them is, um, would you be willing if it we didn't have the monthly payment to still buy it? So I mean, they got the numbers, and everything on it. They know, um, you know. And the thing is, is, the monthly payment at the end of your quote unquote contract, it was zero percent interest. So it was just whatever the yearly was divided by twelve. That's what it is. Plus you put down the deposit. So it's not like they're making any money on it so you're still paying that amount so basically oh you know what i can't buy that well whatever that monthly payment was save it up for a year then next year you could buy your pass outright so but i i see i see both both sides of it and who knows they may do it or they may do um you know instead of 12 payments it's four payments and they're higher yeah um or I mean, I, I, or whatever it is. And if you, you know what, if you really want to do it, Hey, you could do monthly payments. That's fine. If you do it outright, we'll knock 200 bucks off of it. I mean, you see that all the time on stuff. Oh, Hey, you do the, the yearly, you know, it saves you like one month payment or two months payment. Or if you do the monthly, well, you're paying more on it. Hey, right. there you go. Give, give incentives. I have heard people who can buy them outright flat out say if they went to where it didn't have a payment plan, they would buy the passes again. So I know some people don't buy them because they don't want to deal with the people. So, right. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you're gonna want it, you'll make um, make ends meet. Especially if you're doing the monthly payment. I think that's just out of you know, hey, it's easier to get thirty bucks or fifty or whatever it is a month yeah. to do it instead of getting that one hard hit. The one month when I renew, um, especially if it's around like, you know, December, January. Exactly. Um, now, this one it kind of has me a little upset because people are blown out of proportion. Uh, Matterhorn Bob says I Disneyland closing for refurbishment. And everyone's like, it says indefinitely. It says every single ride says indefinitely when they first start refurbishing it. They don't know what's officially wrong with it completely. Oh, you could get in there and all of a sudden find out one of the rails is cracked and they have to completely cut it and replace it. That's not going to be a two-day thing. You know, They have to make sure they follow all the protocols. So people are pretty much like throwing hissy fits and everything. So, you know. Well and the thing is, is the schedule only goes out certain amount of length out. So I think I think three months. Yeah, it's three months. So if it's over three months, I mean, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be indefinite. Then all of a sudden, somebody will be like, oh, hey, now all of a sudden it says at this date, it's not closed anymore. So I think it's going to open up on this date because it's over, you know, past that three months out. Right. So it's... Yeah. Calm and down, it'll be back. It'll be back. It's funny what people do, especially when you know, uh, when Splash Mountain first went down after it came back, and they're like, Oh, they're gonna do it. This is it, they're gonna do it. It's like, No, it's going down for its normal maintenance. It's still a ride, it still has to, you know, they still have to operate it. Yeah, come on now. So, 
and especially so, with this one being the first steel tubular roller coaster ever it's been around for a long time i mean this is it's the first i mean they've <laughs> this is the og one they've made so many different you know um advancements in it where this one is and it's in a mountain so and you know, uh, i mean new herald i mean that was a now. big one new herald was the biggest one i think they ever did right no, exactly so i mean it's it's old it was state of the art at the time i mean yeah so now if you had the chance would you go play basketball on the basketball court up there yeah i'd shoot free throws up there it'd be fun it'd be fun um group magic shot is now available at disney's uh avengers campus in disney's california adventure um we have a new loki chalice debuting at disneyland resort for 29.99 man they really like the uh the chalices lately your indiana jones and then and your loki Loki. one um light up maleficent headband arrives in disneyland resort for 30 dollars. that's actually not that expensive for um well it's it's not 29.99 Thirty dollars. So most of them are always ninety nine, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess there you go. Interesting. It's kind of weird. Um, right. Star Wars Batu Bounty Hunters Game Station is under construction in Disneyland, which makes me think they're going to change it because that's fairly new. So they can't be doing too much um, renovations. Uh, and then lastly. Disneyland shop briefly closed due to rodent infestation. And no, it was not Mickey and Minnie. It may have been their cousin Mortimer. Right. Yeah. And it's funny. And they say it was probably, um, could be like one of those outdoor, uh, vending carts. Um, oh yeah. But, what I, but I, what I read, and this is from a couple months ago. Um, it had, you know, rat droppings in some areas that, I think there was food in basically it shouldn't have been in so um yeah but the nice thing with that is is you know that the health department is on it and it's not just saying oh disney you're good to go i mean obviously they still have to be inspected and they'll close them down if they have to so don't break the rules disney and get rid of them rats right you got enough cats there so yeah well we want to thank everyone who's come through and said hello and had some fun with us. I always have fun doing this um, podcast with Tim. Um, and I always have fun when people, you know, respond or like or, you know, share it because I do see when people do that. So I do want to thank everyone who's come through and uh, likes, shares, gives us intel, um, Mr. J. Justin and Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Mostly Connor. Justin sucks because he thinks that uh, Duncan McLeod is the better uh, Highlander. Duncan murders children, so he's not my friend. I am a Connor McLeod person. Shout outs to Connor. Um, and then also, Mr. Stranger, thank you guys all for always listening, coming through, giving us content. It is greatly appreciated. So for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.